Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to The Art of Being. I'm your host, Slade Powell, and welcome to our first podcast of 2023. I would like to start this episode by saying thank you to all of you for being here and listening to this podcast. I know I mentioned at the end of um, our last podcast of December of 2022, but this podcast really doesn't exist without all of you here. Otherwise, it's just me yelling into the void, which is not nearly as fun as actually having people listening. A year ago, this podcast did not exist. And this is absolutely one of my favorite things to come out of 2022 for me. So thank you, all of you, for being here. I wanted to take this podcast today to really get into it a bit about the Akashic Records. I recorded a um, a reading for all of you as the listeners of the podcast to kind of get the like the vibe for 2023. And that is at the end of this episode. There's it's actually came out pretty hefty. It's like 25 minutes long. So I'm not going to be too crazy long talking about the Akashic records before that, but I do want to get into some questions that I've been getting a lot about the Akashic records and specifically about like, what are these readings? What is this shit? <laughs> what is going on here? Uh, what does it look like when uh, they're one-on-one as opposed to this format here where I am reading for the group of y'all <laughs> without you um, present in that, in that time that I'm recording it. So I just had an amazing conversation with a friend of mine about this and we really got into it and I it inspired me to record this part of this episode really getting some answers to some of those most common questions about the Akashic Records. I know this is an area that we're going to be getting into more in the podcast this year. Um, I am promising you one Akashic Records um, like group reading like this every month. You can hold me to that. And I wanted to really open up by making it clear what the hell it is that we're doing here. So Let's do that. All right, so what are the Akashic Records? The Akashic Records are the non-physical energetic repository of everything your soul has ever experienced ever through all of space and time, basically. That means that knowledge about your past lives, um, everything about this life, the... uh, Experiences of your soul between lives are all captured and recorded in the Akashic Records. So everything that you've ever wanted to know about the context of your life, of everything that you've ever experienced, all of that is captured in the Akashic Records. In fact, context is a great way to look at the greatest value, I think, that you can get from the Akashic Records and from having yours read or from reading them yourself. Any person can access their own Akashic Records. The reason that I do Akashic Record readings for people professionally is because um, it turns out I'm pretty good at it, and not everybody wants to build this skill. Similar to Uh, Sometimes you want to DIY a project and sometimes you want to hire a contractor. So when we do readings, when I do readings with people, here's what that looks like. Here's like some things that people ask me. What should I ask the records? Um, You can ask the Akashic Records anything. You can ask the Akashic Records literally anything about anything, and some questions are more effective than others. It really depends on like how you come into the reading and what your expectations are. The most effective expectations to come into a reading like this with is discovering a new context for 
your life or for your circumstances, your situation, certain aspects of your life or certain relationships, um, perhaps like patterns that you have had for a long time or for your entire life. Coming in with an expectation that you will discover something new about yourself and about what's been going on kind of below the surface in your life is a really good way to come into a reading. Those usually yield really good results. And when I say good results, I mean something that you feel satisfied with, something that feels like this met my expectations and blew my expectations away. And I understand by something that I have on some level always sort of longed to understand that I never did before. When we come into a encounter with the Akashic Records with an expectation that we will grow and learn on a soul level, that is really the juice. Coming in expecting some kind of fortune telling, tell me about the future, um, when will I meet my soulmate, when will this happen, is this going to go the way that I expect it to, if you, if it's a kind of question that they would ask in a movie of like a fortune teller, it is not as effective because those questions aren't real. They're not really what you want to know. The question below the question is really what I try to get people to. And what I mean is this, there's the, a Buddhist concept called the finger pointing at the moon. Imagine there's somebody pointing at the moon. Are you looking at the person's finger or are you looking at the moon that they're pointing to? And in this case, when will I meet my soulmate is a finger pointing at the moon. I'm using that as an example. And the moon, the thing that the that the question is pointing to is something else. It's some deeper context. Like I feel deeply dissatisfied with my life. And I think that meeting my soulmate will fix that. Um, there is something that I think is wrong with me that meeting my soulmate, I think will fix that, that um, I'm lonely. And I think that meeting my soulmate will fix that. There's something that you think is wrong that you are trying to sol solve. And whatever this circumstance is that you are hunting for, you believe will solve that. When in reality, what you're actually hunting for is not the circumstance, it's the moon. It's the, not the finger, but the moon. It is the actual experience of feeling lovable, feeling at peace, feeling enough, feeling satisfied, feeling whatever it is, the more that we can dive into those deeper questions, like how can I feel satisfied with my life right now when I feel so lonely? How can I know that I'm lovable? What would bring me more joy and peace right now than I feel what patterns can I release that have been going on in my whole life? And what is there for me to know about those patterns? What am I growing through right now? How are my past lives linked to this experience that I'm having? Am I living out some journey that I started in another life? Is there um, a soul contract at work here that's I'm unaware of that is giving me this feeling of uh, strife or chafing against the circumstances I'm in that is actually helping me, intended to help me to grow through these circumstances. How can I grow through these circumstances? Those are all much deeper questions that you will get so much more better answers to. Not better in the way that the Akashic Records answer differently or answer more effectively to these questions, but that when you get to the heart of the matter, of the problem, quote-unquote, in your life that you're looking at, you can actually address that core issue instead of trying to ask surface questions that don't really get to that. And obviously, you don't always know 
what that heart of the matter is. Sometimes you've been so fixated on the circumstances for a long time that it is hard to take a step back and see that context that they live inside of, that those questions live inside of. And that's where it becomes a really great collaborative process. This is part of what I really enjoy doing during readings is helping people to ask and frame really deep, juicy questions that really get them what they want. And additionally, um, the records ain't dumb. (laughs) They know what you're really trying to get to. And sometimes it comes through that way too, where you ask about one thing and it seems like they're asking, or it seems like they're answering something else that it turns out is truly the, um, the answer you were requesting all along. So it always comes through the way that you need it at the time that you have the reading, which I think is pretty fucking cool, personally. Those underlying contexts are usually pretty simple. It's usually like, am I okay? Am I going to be okay? Am I going to fuck this up? How can I not fuck this up? I would like to feel better, please. How soon can I do it? It's usually really simple shit. And it's a matter of having that knowledge that that's what you're really asking. So that when the answer comes through on that deep level, you can really receive it and work with it and be with it at the level that gives you the most satisfaction and the most growth. A lot of times, maybe unsurprisingly, people come to me for a reading when they are reaching the completion of something or they're about to step into the beginning of something. But I find especially with completing things. That's when people get really interested in having a reading, whether that is um, ending a relationship, completing a career, having um, empty nesting, where you're kind of looking back at all those years as a parent and what do you do now that you're not parenting actively on that same level that you were. And I think this speaks to that aspect of... um, that Akashic Records readings are very good for creating context, for offering a way to frame experiences that gives you more knowledge than you had at the time because you're not consciously connected to or aware of all of your soul's knowledge of what's going on at the time, at, at every moment. That would be a lot, and our human brains are are not built for that. There's a reason that we experience the world the way that we experience it. And I think we experience it about as uh, as deeply as our conscious human minds are capable of doing so. We certainly are not aware in every moment of our uh, past life experiences and soul contracts and uh, everything that's happening on an energetic level every moment of every day. So when we reach some kind of completion in our lives or sometimes are looking at a new beginning in our lives, I think a lot of times we kind of are drawn to framing and contextualizing those experiences in that larger soul context so that we can more fully integrate what's really happening into um, our concept of our lives and who we are as people and better understand ourselves. Coming into an Akashic Records reading with the intention to better understand yourself, your context, your life is really beautiful and really juicy. Better understanding your relationships with the people that are important to you. Maybe navigating some difficult uh, periods with those people. I love going into soul contracts with people, especially when those relationships are a little bit tumultuous or there are aspects there where we are like, well, this, I've never really understood why. I've never understood why it's like this in this particular way. And discovering how those um, aspects of those relationships are generally are are built to help us grow through those circumstances um, to help us discover a greater sense of love and peace and freedom 
that we wouldn't have without those challenging circumstances. In fact, sometimes we discover whole new circumstances that we didn't know about. Um, I am thinking of a couple of past life uh, revelations that me and other people have had. I had a client who was always always sort of um, averse to spiders and didn't really know why. And we discovered through that reading that in a past life, this person had had um, a pretty traumatic and, and crappy experience with spiders that had just kind of carried over into this life. So sometimes uh, there are things like that that you just don't understand why it's like this. And sometimes you get to understand why it's like this. It doesn't mean that spiders are any different for her necessarily in this life, but she gets to understand why she feels that way. And it's not a mystery. And taking the mystery out actually can help to make it easier to deal with that circumstance. Similarly, in a different way, for myself, I discovered for from my records that in one of my past lives, I had a lot of anger issues. I was just a very, very angry person and had a lot of trouble with that. Um, and through the circumstances of that life, I was forced to actually deal with it, to learn how to manage my anger because it was just otherwise not going to work. Um, In that life, I had a lot of circumstances that were extremely frustrating and uh, made me feel very angry. And I also had a partner in that life that helped me to learn through his extremely um, chill (laughs) personality, learn to take my anger and and set it aside, to just let it go, to just put it down and not have to get so mad, not have to take action on that anger when it came up. And in this life, I don't have any problems with my anger. I really don't. It's always something that I've naturally found very easy to deal with. And I don't really understand in this life, from this context, how other people have difficulty to the degree that some people do with managing their anger because it has always been easy for me because I did the work in another lifetime where it was not easy. And now I get to reap the benefits of that where um, I can also see in this lifetime, how that knowledge and learning is deepening, because now I'm learning what to do with my anger once I've set it aside. But I'm still mad about that thing, that those circumstances that made me mad are ongoing, and I need to actually deal with, well, what do I do now? So there's always a contextual growing and deepening of our learning through our different lifetimes, and having that context through the Akashic Records is just really beautiful. It's very soul-nourishing and nurturing to know where you're at. It's like getting a little bit of a GPS location uh, of your soul through all of its journeying. Uh, like, where are we now? <laughs> what are we up to? What are we doing? Uh, what? How can I bring greater focus and intention to this growth that I am having in this lifetime. So all of this is like where people come from a lot of times when they're coming for a reading and it's just, it's all really beautiful. And I'm truly honored to be able to do this with people because it's just, it's so fun for me and it's so helpful for people to be able to get this knowledge and context for themselves. It's like when you call in a contractor to take over a DIY project that you have started. Uh, This happened to my dad actually a while back. He had spent years trying to remodel the master bathroom. And my, I grew up in a DIY house. We always had some kind of project going on. I don't think there's a room in the house that looks the way it did when we bought it. And This was the project that finally got my dad to get a contractor in. Um, We had done 
the basement twice and the kitchen and the floors and a whole lot of other things. But at this point in his DIY career, my dad was over it. (laughs) Just done. (laughs) Just so done. And actually called in a contractor, which they were very, very happy that they did. Um, And the the key here is that sometimes you want to do the work yourself. Sometimes you want to learn how to do drywall. And you want to put in your own walls and finish your own basement. You want to do that again after uh, we had a flooding problem. So we had to do it again. Sometimes you do that. Sometimes you learn the skill yourself so that you can do it yourself. And anyone can, as I've said, read their own Akashic records or learn to read them for other people. Completely doable. But sometimes you don't want to learn that fucking skill. Sometimes you're like, look. I just need someone to do the drywall. I'm not going to learn drywall. And I am somebody who has learned how to drywall. <laughs> I mean, literally. But also, uh, in this case, I've learned how to read the Akashic Records pretty feckin' well. And this is something that I enjoy and excel at. And um, I'm a really good channel. It's just something that I have uh, inadvertently trained myself into doing over the years of Um, working with my own intuition and listening intently to universal messages and uh, and learning to channel so here we are now I'm a person who can offer these readings to you and anybody else and for me it's just 90 minutes getting to get to know uh, somebody really cool on a whole different level you don't usually get to get this kind of soul level with people. Um, And we just go through like each question that they have. I open the records. I have a prayer that I use to open the records and to close the records at the end. It's the same one that I use to open and close the records for um, the Akashic content that I use on this podcast. You will hear it later in this episode. The... Reading is really all about whatever that person wants to get into. And I'm there helping to frame those questions in a way that helps get to the heart of the matter. And channeling, actually connecting to the Akashic Records and uh, channeling through whatever it is that they have to say in response to each question. And that's pretty much the whole thing. It's very, very simple. It's very, very profound. The simplest things are the most profound. The profoundest things are the most simple. That's it. If you want to book a reading, I am available every week. My availability is on the website, and I sometimes have other availability too. So if you are not available at the times that I have automatically bookable on the website, like if you're in a different time zone that makes that weird, then give me an email. You can contact me through the website on the contact form. The website is sladepowell.com, S-L-A-D-E-P-O-W-E-L-L.com. And if or when it ever feels right to you, I would be honored to do a reading for you or for anybody that you love. So with all of that ado, (laughs) why don't we actually get into some Akashic Records um, channeling and see what the vibe is for 2023. I actually channeled this last week. Uh, I had intended to get this out on the first full moon in January, the first full moon of the year. And that didn't come out to be exactly the way it worked, but I did channel this on the full moon um, on January 7th, which is also uh, Eastern Orthodox Christmas. So Merry Christmas, y'all. And I was absolutely blown away by how much came through? I swear to God, it's like 25 minutes of content here that's coming up. And it is so deep and so wonderful. I was very surprised by some of the um, practical tips 
that came through, especially near the end. And just the the overwhelming sense of peace and tranquility and anticipation for what's what's coming this way. Like I said, there's no fortune telling in the Akashic Records. So this is not a uh, what you need to brace yourself for in 2023. In fact, the records actually address that really directly. This is like a picture of the energy that 2023 holds as a container. This is an opportunity to more fully understand the context and to reframe the way that we are looking at time, at our lives, at ourselves, at our relationships, all of that. So with all of that said, let's get into it. And so we do acknowledge the forces of lights, asking for guidance, direction, and courage to know the truth, as it is revealed for our highest good and the highest good of everyone connected to us. O Holy Spirit of God, protect me from all forms of self-centeredness and direct my attention to the work at hand. Help me to know the listeners of the Art of Being podcast in the light of the Akashic Records, to see the listeners of the Art of Being podcast through the eyes of the Lords of the Records, and enable me to share the wisdom and compassion that the masters, teachers, and loved ones of them have for them. The records are now open. What is it about 2023 and the energy contained therein that is of most help to the listeners of this podcast? You're seeing it already. It's in the way that you melt into the circumstances around you. It's in the way that you absorb and create newly new hopes, and creations. You're worried, perhaps, concerned. More for the way it's been the last few years than for what's coming. Allow yourself to dream again of something fully wonderful, something wholly incredible. Giving it up a little bit over surviving. But that's like saying, oh, these mountains of ice cream. How will I climb them? How terrible. What horrors. How could I ever hope to surmount such terrible heights? When all the climbing gear you need is a spoon. To eat your way through instead of going over and over and down and up the hard way. You think this is silly, but there is nothing serious about anything happening. 
right now, or ever, then or always. It isn't as if something has changed and now you see it is different than it was. The only thing that has changed is that now you see more and widely than you ever have before. You can see, you see, far further. What this means for you is that you can see more for your thoughts to wonder over, to trip over, to extrapolate and experiment with. When your thoughts are more interested in concerns and worries and fears and doubts, you will have more concerns and worries and fears and doubts. This is not rocket science. This is hardly even basic math. It's simple. So stop pretending that there's something extremely interesting happening in your mind when you are worried about something. Stop pretending that that makes it more interesting, this thing that you are worried about. It isn't. It hasn't become bigger. It has not become a real rock mountain. It is still just rocky road. And you are still armed with a spoon as well as climbing spikes. You can just break through it. Experiment more this year. You'll find that failure is an option. And that it isn't a bad one. It's one that you may find you like. To try new things and experiment with them. To explore and create new things you never tried before. You'll be terrible at many of them to start with. That's all right. You don't have to be good at it all. You don't even, on a deep level, want to be. Because being good at things is less interesting than trying more things, whether you're good at them or not. Try a whole buffet of experience. Eat a lot of mountains. Give yourself pleasure and joy, experience and enjoyment of those experiences. You can do a lot of things, but if you're not enjoying them, then you're missing the point. Many people go a thousand, a million miles to see something beautiful. When they get there, all they have to say is, huh, thought it'd be bigger. Let's get back in the car. You'll know when you have got something worth experimenting more with, worth extrapolating further with, something that catches your eye and your curiosity and your interest and your joy, something that you like, you really like. You don't have to find your passion deeply, dive into yourself. You don't need to do a tarot reading or explore deeply into your subconscious if you don't want to. You do want to Follow the things that you like. Again, this is easy math. By definition, the things that you like are things that you like. Therefore, they're things that you like doing. Let yourself enjoy things. 
That's it. Let yourself enjoy things. Be excited for where you're at now. You don't even have to look backward and say, oh, I've come so far compared to where I was before. Look at where I've become and who I am now and, and all that I've accomplished in the meantime, along the way, along the journey. Based upon all of these factors, I have become someone new and worthy now. And where I have ended up now is, is, is fantastic, is wonderful. You don't even have to do that math. You could just say, look, the sun rose. What a day. It's amazing, and I love being me. And that's it. There is nothing wrong with the looking back and the reflecting and the, the seeing how far you've come. That is lovely and wonderful as well. But you don't have to do it to earn your place. You don't earn your place at all. You never have. And you won't ever start. Because your place isn't something you did have to earn. It's yours. You've got it. Period. Anyone who says otherwise is selling something. Humans always want to know what's going to happen this year. What to prepare for. Like a hurricane they must bolster against in the coming months so they will be ready so that they can be freaking out in the meantime before it's even happened. But they can be prepared and armored. This isn't a year you'll armor against. This is not a year you need or have to or would even want to construct a level of armor to get through that is insane and silly. You are insane and silly when you do that. There is no problem or judgment here. It simply is true. Would you say, if you saw a mouse wearing armor and protecting its little mouse house against a cat, you would say, well, that is adorable. <laughs> this human says that is adorable. And, and this human is speaking for many humans there. And so say we. It is adorable when you do that too. It is so sweet and so cute. As if this little mouse armored with a little mouse spear were fighting not a cat, but the dust bunnies in the walls of its little mouse hole. What if it were fighting little cheese men set up in front, fighting things that were not, in fact, problems or threats at all, is the point here. You cannot fight a hurricane. You will not. You cannot. It is, it, is, it is insane. It is impossible. It is improbable. It is... Where would you stab it <laughs> to fight a hurricane? When things come into your life, and they will, that are unexpected, and devastating. 
Would it have helped you to know four months beforehand so that you could suck and sap all the joy from those four months beforehand that you would have had worrying about that thing that you could not in any way prepare for? It is unnecessary to arm yourself against the world, against experience, against chance and the unknown. If you do not know this now, after all of the trials and trainings of the last few years, the last several years, you have not been listening to your heart at all. Not to us. We do not tell you shit. We do not tell you anything that you don't already, on some level, know in your heart is true. This is why you have armed yourself before. Because you know you have no choice in the matter when the thing happens. When the hurricane comes down, when sickness arrives, when something happens to someone else that you love. You can't do anything. You know that. Because you're not actually all that insane. But you react insanely when you think you can protect them, you, the world, against it. Flow with the movements of air and water and chance instead. Instead of trying to hold fast and stay still and not move an inch for fear that outside of the little square of your known world, there is nothing but death and devastation and fire and horrors unknown. That is, those things exist. But there is also beauty and peace and exploration and a great deal of absolutely nothingness. There are many, 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 many days that you will live that are completely boring where nothing much happens. You just read a book on your couch by the fire. You just watch television with friends. You just go to work. You just come home. You curse at drivers on the interstates and on television. squeeze a teddy bear or a blanket that's very soft. You listen to the rain or watch the sunshine or look out at a cold gray day. And you think not much of anything at all for a while. In those moments of devastation, it's easy to forget how much of life is simply living simply existing, simply being. There is no cause for alarm in those moments when things seem to be to go to hell in a handbasket. You're still only being. The emotional experience is different, that's all. If you want to expand your life in a whole new direction, this is serious stuff, not for the faint of heart. A little bit extra if you want more and extra upon your plates and your life right now.
try going a whole week without asking for your emotions to change. Let me explain. I'll just say again. Try or attempt or attempt to try to go seven full days without shaming yourself for having a negative response to something, without striving to be more positive, to be happier, to be calmer, to be less miserable, to be angrier or less angry. Try to not alter your present state of emotional release or experience at all. Just have them, your emotions. Just have them. Without trying to fix them. There is nothing, it never was anything, that is wrong with them. As we said, this is advanced stuff. Easy to overlook the importance of being with what is, experiencing existence in the moment fully. So easy to pretend that another way of living, of being, of experiencing some other chemical imbalance in the body will make it better, will feel better, will make everything better. Your emotions are just chemicals flowing through your veins. You know this, right? Your emotions are only chemicals flowing through your veins. You are an experience that you are having right now. So what is the vibe for 2023? Explore. Educate yourself. Don't worry so much about what you cannot control. And believe us, there isn't very much you can control. And if you feel called to, try to just feel your emotional weather patterns without having to change the channel off the weather station. Slow down to speed up. I'll say that again. Slow down to speed up. You will learn that more in the coming days. You'll understand it better. It means haul out your spoon for the ice cream mountain. Put away your ice picks. Stop climbing.
Thank you. I would like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for their love and compassion. I would like to thank the lords of the Akashic Records for their point of view. And I would like to thank the Holy Spirit of Light for all knowledge and healing. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. have it everyone I hope you have a wonderful day take care of yourself drink plenty of water and we'll see you back here for the next episode if you'd like to connect in the meantime I love connecting with listeners and getting feedback and hearing how this landed for you what you heard for yourself what felt inspiring anything we can improve on over here any of it You can find me on Instagram at slade.powell. And I also recommend joining the newsletter that comes out uh, notifying you of every new podcast episode when they drop so you never miss a single one. Plus includes other fun content about the Akashic Records, about uh, different offers that I have going on and fun different content. Um, I love celebrating every kind of new year and talking about intentions, um, checking in with my newsletter folks about their intentions. Just it's, it's generally a pretty fun party and pretty low key. Um, and that newsletter is findable on my website, sladepowell.com. You can just sign up there. So Thank you, everyone, and until next time, happy exploring out there.